Goodbye, Mom! No, oh, what am I saying? What, this? <laughs> it's nothing. Really, it's, uh... It's nothing, Ned. <laughs> it's just, uh... <clears throat> it's just vocal minority with Nick and Steve. We're about ready to get this bitch started. We are? It's really going to happen? Yeah, it's time. We need to do it to save the world. I don't know if we're ready. I don't think I can do it. I'm about to get real angry. We need to start the show. I put all my faith in your offering. Give me a countdown, please. You heard him, Samuel. Do it now. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. We found the groove. Have a good time. Make sure your seatbelts are fastened. Okay, you little bastards. The time has come. The moment we've all been waiting for. It's the vocal minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. Let's go. Let's do it. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. You heard the man. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gents, guys, gals, and my non-binary pals. Steady, steady, here we go. Uh, Back yet again, find the website. Just find it. I'm not going to tell you how to, I'm not going to tell you what it is. (laughs) Just try to run. Let's go find it. It's a vocalminority.net and find us on all of your favorite social media ones and even some that we don't like, like threads. No one likes it, but we're on there. So For a limited time, we're on X. Yeah. <laughs> Until they start charging or do something else stupid. But we're there yeah. for now. If you can figure out what the social media site is called, we're on it. So, mm. so yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, back again for another fun-filled episode. Um, we're heading into, uh, I can't even believe I have to say this. We're heading into the holidays. This is wow. absurd to me. My mom uh, was, at, I think she was at Fred Meyer today. She texted me. They are playing Christmas music. I was like, they are? Wow. Is they waited that long. I mean, a lot of places, as soon as Halloween's done and over, it's Thanksgiving and Christmas seem to have merged into one just publicity uh, bonanza. You yeah. know what I'm so glad about, though, dude? This makes me really happy. Finally, we can say Merry Christmas again. Oh, fine. Yes. We've been, uh, the FCC had banned it for years. So Yes, dude. You know, people, well, we can say Merry Christmas. I can look at you and just say Merry Christmas, and it's fine. Right. Now, in all seriousness, as you head into your holiday gatherings, don't let your crazy uncle tell you that we're not allowed to say Merry Christmas. That is a fake thing that Fox News invented. It's not real. No one cares if you say Merry Christmas. And, and no one ever stopped, dude. I don't oh. know when people stopped. Just because some people started saying happy holidays, there was this weird, like, oh, so I can't say Merry Christmas. Oh, like, no, that was never a freaking thing. I don't care if you found one Starbucks in one corner that was like, no, we shouldn't say, no, it's not happening. <laughs> okay. It's not, not widespread. So made up. Say Merry Christmas. You'll be fine. I promise you. So, but yeah, as this uh, podcast drops, it's the, uh, the week of Thanksgiving now. Um, some of us are out of town this week. Some of us are. Home alone, crying with their turkeys. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not well, saying you. No. I'm just saying some. It, it, it was, I know I'm out of town, so <laughs> if it's one of you two, now I feel rotten. Well, you didn't have to out yourself, but uh, no, in all seriousness, you're going to freaking uh, Mexico. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Going to uh, Puerto okay. Vallarta. Nice. Yeah. Puerto Vallarta, which I only know from the show The Love Boat. So, because they always seem like they were talking in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta is great, dude. I've only I've been to Puerto Vallarta one time before, and have been to a, a lot of other places in Mexico. It's by far and away my favorite place to go because it's just more. Uh, it's old school. They don't hang you by your ankles and give you shots. You know, it's not like that party atmosphere. It's an art town, and uh, is that a cartel a cool reference? Hanging you by your ankles? <laughs> no, dude. Have you ever seen that? They uh, when you go to like Cabo. Sammy Hagar's place. They put a rope around your ankles and then it's on a pulley and they lift you in the air and make you take a shot hanging upside down. That sounds terrible and impossible. How do you think a shot? Like a keg stand almost. Yeah. Right. No, they come. I mean, they give you the shot and you take the shot upside down. See how much you can keep in your mouth. See how much more dangerous we can make partying. Right, yeah. So, that's good. I wonder you, I wonder if uh, RFK Jr. would take that kind of shot. I'm sure he would. Yeah. 
I love that RK has made a reappearance on on this week's show. (laughs) And uh, Nick, if you get you know kidnapped by a cartel, just make sure your ransom video gives a plug for the website or something. I mean, duh, yeah, use your platform. I definitely will. And I'm not afraid of Mexico right now. I mean, I should knock on wood. I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Not afraid. I told you guys a couple of years ago, I had an intern at the radio station who was going to Mexico for spring break. And I was like, dude, you're going to get robbed, mug, raped, something. <laughs> and he was just, what? come on, man. Like, that's such a, that's so unfair. Blah, blah, blah. He comes back from Mexico with just his tail between his legs. I'm like, yeah, what happened? He's like, we left our rental house for like an hour and someone broke in and ransacked the entire place. Everything I brought was stolen. Computers, laptop. I mean, I was like, oh, hmm. Yeah. Why'd right. you bring computers and laptops? First of all, dude, uh, you got to stay, you know, at a place that is gated community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what does that tell you, though, about Mexico when that's exactly. your <laughs> Yeah, well, there's, I mean, they've got some things happening over there. Not all of it's bad. You feel that way about Hawaii? Do you have to stay in a gated community in Hawaii? There's certain areas that you had to stay out of in Hawaii interesting listen i had a great trip to mexico a few years ago time of my life and yes i was at a you know what do they call it the all-inclusive resort where you didn't have Ah. to leave because you don't want to leave but it is sort of funny that we all still take trips to a country where yeah some people get decapitated you know but yeah just stay near the resort you're fine some people get decapitated in america dude we wouldn't have we wouldn't travel anywhere if we looked at all that i'll tell you this i do look at the government's website and stay out of places that you know are on the red list sure listen the food in britain sucks but no one ever got decapitated there i don't hear about a hawaiian Berlin, dude and who what Anne Boleyn got decapitated is that a french revolutionary reference or something what are we who's Anne Boleyn <clears throat> dude really you don't know the queen Anne Boleyn come on Ruski, who's Anne Boleyn I have no clue okay good. you don't <laughs> that no oh, wait, he doesn't know could, oh uh, <clears throat> you're talking about I spelled it. I mis- misspelled it. Oh, that's a long time ago. That was in 1536, for God's sake. I, I didn't say when it was. <laughs> he said Anne Boleyn was decapitated, dude. I mean, come on. Uh, that was the one of the most famous decapitation stories of all time. Henry VIII's wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, right. my point is, I hope you're having fun <laughs> in Mexico right now. I hope you come back. Uh, I mean, I hope you get some head, but not like a decapitated one. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, yeah. Hey. Okay. For the I rest appreciate of us- it. I'm going to have fun, dude. You guys also have fun and enjoy. I'm going <laughs> to overdose on tryptophan. That's my uh, plan. Just binge on turkey until I fall asleep or until Christmas, ideally. Are you making a turkey? No. <laughs> How are you going to do it then? Dude, I'm pretty sure I'm spending Thanksgiving alone in my house staring at a wall. So you know. I make a my- turkey breast because I don't eat the, the legs and all that sort of thing. So I, and it's just my sister and I. So I just make a turkey breast, put it in the oven. It's done in a couple of hours. It's what we do eat. too, Brewski. And they're always yeah. more tender BT dubs. I think yeah. there will be no breast involved in my Thanksgiving, which is why I'll just be kind of sitting around the house. So, well, uh, I'll be fine. Yeah, you're going to be fine, dude. I know that. But you are going to have uh, any time with your kids on Thanksgiving? It's debatable. Wow. Why is that debatable? <laughs> that sucks, dude. I don't like that. My my holiday plans have all been thrown askew, you know? So I oh. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. Not ready to share yet, but um Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I uh, I hope you get to see the kids. Yeah, I'm going to have them over to my house and buy some pre-made meal and come over to single pathetic dad's house. <laughs> no, dude. Let me tell you this. Can I say this? Can I say something from inside my heart? Yeah. Is that, you know, I was just in uh, uh, Tahoe this past week, Brewski, yes. and uh, I got to see the kiddos, at, which oh, was, you know, it was fun because when I only see them, maybe sometimes I haven't seen them for a year. So, like, you know, at that age like a year oh that's a yeah, long time huge. dude yeah so it was cool to see both of them but i got a couple of meals with them and i went and watched uh neo and crosby in a musical called anything goes anything goes and it was phenomenal i had the great greatest time but 
my point is, is that I talk to both of your kids and uh, I, I think that what you just said, pathetic single dad's place is in your head so much more than it is in anyone else's. Uh, the way I live both in the house and in my head. So listen, dude, the way that they talk about you and uh, having the house over there uh, with you is way better than you give yourself credit for. Yeah, that's probably fair, but it's because I don't show them the pathetic side of things. So, yeah, I don't know. But if it was was pathetic, then you would then it would be obvious to them because they're both smart kids. I mean, you always tell us you always tell us how smart they are. So they would pick up on it. They are going to pick up on it. That's my concern. Well, and and don't listen, everybody. I'm newly freaking single. Okay, I'm back to the single life. All right. The, uh, well, we don't have to talk about no, that. No, we don't talk about that. What, what I was But this say is was, my problem. I was supposed to be spending Thanksgiving, my part of it with the kids, with my freaking girlfriend and her kids. And now that uh, the great Dottie has gone to the uh, the wayside, now what am I going to do? I'm going to have the kids come over and just be like, mm-hmm. hey, it's it's me. I know yes, you're going to think. Yes, dude. Let me. Yeah. I'll, hey, dude, There's I'll tell you this. turkey I got down in Whole Foods. Like. Hey, dude, the situation you're talking about that would have happened uh, maybe with Dottie is I, I, you like it more than they do. That's what I'm trying nice to tell to you. Like people like just showing up to my house. I'm like for you, though, that's what I'm saying for you. Yeah. If, I think you, if your concern is you. your kids, they just care about hanging out with you. Yeah, exactly. They can do it on a less pathetic day. Like Christmas is okay if it's just the three of us. Like Thanksgiving is supposed to be a gathering. It's supposed to be people. Hey. You have a big meal. and They will have just had dinner at their mother's house, come over to my house. I can't make a turkey. So, yeah, I'll do maybe a brute and throw a turkey breast in. And just, it's just another dinner. Like, it's not a gathering. It's, it's just. Dude, why don't you, uh, instead of doing turkey again, come up with a tradition that you can do and make something completely different? Do something exactly. completely different. Make it, make it this, <laughs> make it your. <laughs> what, no, hey, dude, your, uh, what do you read those kids on Christmas? Night before Christmas. That's been a tradition for how long? Forever, and we make pizzas on Christmas Eve. That's Derry, that's what I'm talking about, dude, and they love that. What am I supposed to do for Thanksgiving that's not pathetic? Oh, the, the, the more a, rustic it is, the more pathetic of a single dad I look like. No, prime rib. Do some right prime there, rib, dude. Make it, uh, you know, make it, uh, make it a fancy dinner. It just doesn't have to be Ooh, turkey. Prime rib, baby. That That's the way to go. Yeah, right that's there, great. That's... Neither of my kids will eat it, but yeah, no, I mean, it's good. I, are your kids vegetarian? No, nah, they're just not big red meats, you know. Oh, yikes. Steak here and there. I don't know, but I, I'm kidding. It'll be fine. I'm going to okay. have a house full of people enjoy and everything. All <laughs> right. It'll be perfect. I'll do, a, I'll do a gourmet meal. Cereal's gourmet, isn't it? Maybe you should have a, a, maybe a, a selection of pies and desserts. Ah. Now, that actually is not a terrible idea. They will have just freaking eaten. My my ex-wife does this thing. Her family, they eat at noon on Thanksgiving. Wow, that's early. It is. So the concept is they'll eat there at noon and be over to my house by 2, and then we'll somehow do another dinner again, which, so I don't know. I say do dessert blitz. Tremendous <laughs> play by Bruski. All kinds of desserts. All three is just gorge yourself on sweets and everything like that, and then, like, zonk out in front of a movie. Mm. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll go with that route. Yeah. Right, we're problem solving here today. I appreciate it. Yeah, some ice cream, some pies, some cake. Oh, right. my God. That's awesome. A couple of pies, dude. A peach pie should be in there. A uh, rhubarb pie would be nice. Rhubarb and then, pie. oh, Come I on. love a rhubarb, dude. And then you yeah, got to okay. do a chocolate silk pie or a banana cream pie. Question Can you eat rhubarb on its own? I don't even know what rhubarb is. Some sort of celery okay. lookalike thing. Exactly. Yeah. You, <laughs> in order I mean. to make rhubarb halfway palatable, you have to put something else in it to make it taste good. Right. Uh, I disagree. I mean, you have to put. Uh, I. I. My mom used to make just straight rhubarb pies. I mean, you're putting sugar in it, so the rhubarb is tangy and sweet. I mean, it's it's good by itself. I like it. I Make thought you pies. could only make rhubarb pie after making out with your sister or something. Whoa, wow. Isn't that some southern dish? <laughs> I mean, no, dude. Rhubarb pie? <laughs> really? Okay. Well, oh. Realize how metropolitan it was. But you, you, <laughs> no, you, you are right, though, Steve. It, it does look like celery. It does. Yes, it does. We used to grow it, dude. We used to grow it at home. We grew rhubarb. 
Okay. Okay. Well, on the uh, previous episode, we mentioned we have a super fan back from our original radio days who, now that we're on episode 90-something, he started back over at episode one and is listening, you know, to try to catch up to us. So it's going to be very confusing to hear me uh, lamenting last year about going into the holidays alone. And now this year, (laughs) it's uh, it's deja vu again. But but hey, we made it like 10 or 11 months, so uh, that's not too bad. That's something, right? Yeah, I just, I mean, listen, what, uh, are you ready to talk about it or you don't want to talk about it? I don't know. I mean, we seem to be talking about it. So, although I was recently told we weren't really together for almost a year because we only saw each other like four days a week. So, you know, I, how often Speaking do you have to see each other to, to, to be considered being together? Apparently time stops if you're not staring at each other in the face. So, oh. like, you know, I'm 47, but I've slept a lot in my life. So I'm really only like 25. <laughs> I've been unconscious for most of that time. What about time spent stoned? How many years would that take off in your life? Well, that's good. I feel like it's locked me in immaturity. So <laughs> there is some sort of time Come trip. on, you said it like the bad thing, Steve. I mean, oh, really. no, it's it's a good thing. Trust me. Yeah, there you go. It's the kind of positivity we need. <laughs> Listen, dude. Uh, that's all garbage. You know, everything you're saying about that is, well, I'm just, I'll be straightforward with you. That's garbage, dude. Come on. Hey, feelings uh, aren't wrong. Uh, feelings aren't wrong. Saying certain things to make things easier on yourself is not feelings, dude. Uh, this is all hypocrisy, dude. She says things <laughs> to you right now, like we were only together, you know, like 40 days, not a whole year. Like, what are you talking about, dude? When you talk about all the stuff she was talking, you guys told each other you loved each other. Uh, I mean, you don't do that if it's just cash. You introduced each other to your children at the speed of her. She was like, do this, do this. I'm going to see you more. Yeah, she so, was talking about marriage a month ago. Everything just quickly imploded in this past month, and uh, wow! And uh, now it's all on a shelf somewhere, collecting cool. dust. Yes, yeah. Well, I'm sorry for that. Honestly, I'm sorry, not sorry, dude. I mean, uh, I'm sorry because of the way it makes you feel. I'm not sorry because I know that there are things coming your way. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. The next. And I'll, I'll tell you this. Coming my way. I don't know if this is good or bad, but she may be gone right now or, or even gone forever, but you'll never be rid of Nick or me. That's right, dude. I mean, these were stuck like glue to you. Uh, both of my parents are like, you need more guy friends in your life. I'm like, yeah, I want to cuddle on the couch Friday and I watch a movie with some more guy friends. Like, Hey, listen, I'm I'm a hell of a cuddler. So. <laughs> I believe and I, that, and, I, and I can cook, too. So that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So. Hey. All right. So anyways, I don't know. that's the update on that. I have no idea if I'm going to chronicle my next dating exploits on the show or not. It sort of blew up in my face over the last year. So oh. we're going to play that one by year. Hey, dude, every relationship that you have is not meant to be marriage. I, it's not. It shouldn't be hurtful to your pride or you're embarrassed that a relationship ends. I, I mean, otherwise, we would just get married all the time. You know, listen, that is a reality of dating. That is sad to me that, you know, when you go out and start dating someone, you're all happy. Unless you're marrying that person and dying next to them, it's going to end at some point and it's going to suck when it does. Like, that's just the sad reality of a relationship with a woman. It's going to end. Unless you're the one in a zillion that dies next to you. It's going to end. You know what I always equate it to? Uh, Dating is like getting a dog. Like, I love dogs, dude, but that dog's going to die. And as happy as it makes me now, you will crush me. And I know that going into it, that's tough. There's a shelf life there. There is. And then you're all sad and pathetic if you keep it around after it's dead. I mean, I don't don't know why society has to label that. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you're not Jeffrey Dahmering the body. What about taxidermy? Can we do do that? It's legal. So. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, yes, on to the next failure. We'll see. Uh, I'll let you know how that's going. So, on, on, Why are we calling it a failure already? What you just said is <laughs> why it's going to fail. No, he, he's, he's saying that it's a, it's a natural course. 
Yes. The, the, so the, the it's going to run its natural course things. and end in disappointment and failure. Some, no, it's going to end. In, sometimes it ends, dude. But right. like, you know what Hopefully I told I you? I die first. You're right. <laughs> no, listen, dude. You know what, what did I tell you today, dude? When I was talking to you, I said, "What is the what uh, is the good that uh, you're taking uh, away from it? <laughs> what is the good that you're taking away from this experience?" Listen, I got to uh, hang out with a hottie for a year and have some good experiences, you know. Yes, and you learn some things uh, to make you a better person yep. as you move I- forward. Yes, dude. Well, yes. how about this? You dated your first girl that had kids that had, uh, you know, you, you now understand what that f- actually looks like and what the moving pieces are to it. Yeah, exactly. That was a great experiment. So two exes ago had no kids. No, she wasn't a mother, and that blew up in my face. She didn't understand anything about parenting. Yeah. And then I move on to a woman with three kids, and it kind of turns out that blew up in my face because her kids are so all-consuming in her life, and they have their own issues, including randomly trying to kill me. That that's part of what you know, pulled her into a pit of hell. So, and what did I tell you? Yeah, I told you this in Tahoe when I didn't even know you guys had broken up yet. I said, Steve, you know what I see in your future is a cougar that is in her fifties or late forties that their kids are in college. So you, yeah, they have kids. They know how to be empathetic. Their moms, everything else, and but you don't have to see them every day, right? Yeah. Either this that or, or, or a hot grandma. Could yeah. be. Nah, I see that. A hot grandma, because then she only has the kids every so often. And then, and then you have some plenty of, she has plenty of free time. And maybe she has some money because her, you know, her husband died a few years ago and he left her a big life insurance policy. You know, right. something like that. She could be yeah. consumed with grandkids, though. Uh, you know, I think we need to keep it at cougar status. Yes. My mom painted some like, you just need to find a nice woman who lives nearby. Her kids are gone. She's like, she had this like list a mile long. Just for ah, just, it it smells like cool. this. Right. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of any of that. I'll just I'll step out of the front porch and I'm sure she's waiting out there for me. Oh, oh, but she's in, she's listening for, and she's trying to help out and she's sharing her love with you. And, and that's about all you can expect from your mom, you know? That's it. Uh, I'll see if I my would mom be- has any cougar single friends, you know. Dude, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you you go around town for these cougars right now, you up that age limit a little bit, they're out there, and they're divorced, and they haven't dated for a while, and they want love yeah. on a roller coaster. I was thinking about going back to the anything over 28 is good enough. Now you're saying like 78. I'd really but, no, I'm saying I'm gonna younger. I'm going to keep going young 50. enough until I can indoctrinate well, one correctly. I told you, Steve, you need to you need to go with Dark. the Christmas the Christmas tree theory. Yeah. They're they're that, no good after twenty five days. Exactly. That no good after twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> twenty five days, dude. No, twenty five. No, talking about eight, a baby, eight, Steve. No, no, age twenty five. Right. <laughs> Anyways, I think we had a topic to get to. <laughs> yeah, we got a topic to get to. Let's uh get into it. Signs you know you're in a terrible relationship. <laughs> Dating the podcast host next. That's the end of the list. That's all. Hey, hey, are we? Is there a time limit, by the way, on how long yes. you're going to beat yourself up, Steve? Well, I don't know. It's pretty fresh. Like twenty. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yourself. Like, do we have? Uh, <laughs> can I expect one month at the very most? Listen. I think, and you tell me, you've been yeah. for almost every breakup I've had in my career. I think I'm taking this one pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not asking you to say, like, get over it. I'm just yeah. asking, like, uh, I want to put a time limit on how long you can. You know, I hate it when you beat yourself up. And now when you do it, I get it, dude. But I don't want it forever. Well, the more I beat myself up, the less likely I'm out to go out dating. And by beating myself up, we mean masturbation, right? Is that what we're talking about? I was just going to go there. What exactly. were you thinking about, dude? Come on. <laughs> Right. Wait. How long am I to beat you know? myself up for? I, I yeah. Don't you give you give a time limit, please. One month. That is a time limit. <laughs> Make it, dude. You can do that. One month. Listen. Uh, this is a commitment. This is the first commitment you're going to make right. in your single life. This is the first commitment, and then you're ready to make the next one. This commitment will fail too, I'm sure. So oh, <laughs> I'll tell you it's a week, but uh, <laughs> no, a month, dude. I just want one month. All right. 
Right. We uh, do we agree? Is that a fact now? Uh, that's a fact. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. All right. Okay. So, as we head into the holidays, alone or together with friends and family and people that care about you, whatever scenario your life has, I came up with a list of, of, of polite habits that most people secretly dislike. And when I say I came up with it, I found it on the internet. Is what I really. Mean. All right. Uh, This should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I figure as you head into the holidays, you know, you're supposed to use your manners and whatnot at gatherings, whether it's work parties or even with your family and whatnot. So, but yeah, this is a, they feel these are polite habits that most people actually will dislike. Okay. As a kid, I used to pride myself on, uh, like, going over to a friend's house, you know, like Crosby's age, like 10, 11, 12, yeah. going over to a friend's house and their parents saying, like, that Nikki is the most polite boy. He could come over anytime. That's what I wanted to hear. So I bet I have a lot of these on the list. Maybe that I don't do anymore, but I did as a child. Okay. You sound a little Eddie Haskell-ish. Totally. Oh, well, at least... And kids, it, Google that reference. So. Well, I was going to tell you, my my best friend growing up here, his father used to call me Eddie Haskell all the time. <laughs> Eddie, what's going on? To this day, if he sees me, he'll call me Eddie. That's funny. Well, all right. Let's see if these things are actually polite or if maybe you're annoying others by doing it. Uh, the first one on the list is how do we greet people? Uh, the hug and or the worst part, if you ask me, the kiss on the cheek. Now, it's considered polite to give a hug and or a kiss on the cheek with someone, but hugging, yeah, I'm all for being a hugger. That's cool. That's fine. I've got a pretty wide uh, birth threshold for who I will hug in this world, but kiss on the cheek. At this stage in life, the answer is zero. Not your mom? No. Wow. Okay. Would a kiss on the cheek be, you know, those fake ones that the French folks do where they touch cheeks and they blow a kiss in the air? Is that Oh, Do we have to have... Like lips to cheek contact. I think either, dude. When you're getting that close to someone's face, you know, like it's a okay. personal thing. So, yeah. um, French though, don't you have to use tongue? Is that weird if you lick someone's cheek? No, that's just a kiss, dude. That's just a lover kiss. A oh. lover, Steve. I see. I don't know. Uh, Are you guys kissing people on the cheek still? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, not not my friends per se some of my friends yeah dan stewart dude i make out with dan oh. stewart. <laughs> we've, pretty much. I, think we've, I think we've covered that yeah covered but it. it makes you dry heave and he kisses you on the lips let's yeah <laughs> but, but family yeah yeah let's just move on from you and a male friend kissing each other yeah. <laughs> go find I'm that a, old episode hey, let, okay let, let, listen at least what can stewart, i say at least stewart is a game nick tongue okay let's just Keep it positive. Right. And what can you say? I don't know. No. (laughs) I've I've never fought it, though. Doesn't that say something about me that I've never fought it? You're a good victim. Yes. Well, I've told you guys that I would take a full mouth kiss from Brad Pitt. And and I want it to be non-consensual, but I want to find consent within the kiss. Right. Yeah. I, I and that's there's something there, Bruski, that we should talk about sometime. <laughs> I, you know, I want to go deeper into it, but I'm kissing a friend, dude, oh, and you okay. want to shame me for that? No, First not of, at I think Bruski wants to go deeper into Brad Pitt, but we will discuss <laughs> that uh, another time. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. On the cheek, it's just. Yeah, I'm with you, Steve. Just but if someone's 50 years older than you <laughs> it's okay you know what dude here's what i will say is i don't know if i could be rude because i won't kiss somebody on the cheek i mean other than family i kiss all my family okay all my family brothers sisters moms uh but a friend i won't kiss you on the cheek unless you have kissed me on the cheek first <laughs> i will never initiate so i can't be rude such you know. a girl. Like, well, if he kisses me, <laughs> then I'll kiss back. But otherwise, I'm not initiating. I mean, it's God, true, dude. Slut. I mean, all right. You're so. going to work for me. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Uh, habits that uh, are technically polite, but most people probably dislike. Uh, leaving detailed voicemails. You know, when answering machines and all that first started, you'd be like, hi, it's Steve. It's Wednesday. It's three o'clock. I'm calling in regards to this. You could call me back at this number and that. You'd repeat it. <laughs> five, 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 eight, nine, seven, four. That's five, 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 
I mean, nowadays it should just be, it's me. Call me back. You got caller ID. You know who I am. Like you don't even need to leave a voice. I'll tell you, most people who leave voicemails. I never listen to them. I just call them back. Like yet your phone says leave a voicemail because missed calls don't always come through. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes I feel like I have to leave a voicemail. Well, you can, but I just don't listen to it. But I you realize it's there. Yeah, I see it. And then I okay. call you and say, what's up? I don't need uh, to listen to your ancient message you've left on. <laughs> I rarely ever leave a message, dude. I rarely don't. But iPhone came up with something that I just read this morning as a new option. Uh, you have to set it up in your you know, settings, but... You can answer the call during a voicemail. Remember, like old school, when you'd hear the answering machine, you could hear, oh, Steve's leaving a message. I'll pick up. Right. It's a screening technique, you know, back in the day. Yeah. You can do that on iPhone now, where you can hear the voicemail that you're getting in real time and pick up if you so choose to. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. Is that a built-in thing or an add-on app or something? Uh, built-in, but you got to set it up in your settings. Huh. Interesting. That's mm. kind of extra rude, though. You're just sitting there <laughs> monitoring, deciding if you're going to pick up. You know. Yeah, I don't pick up on everybody, to be honest with you. Not on the first phone call, dude. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I want to know what you want. You know, Interesting. Uh, how about this one? Um, tagging people on social media. I'm not sure why this is uh, bad. Tagging, for instance, I'm just going to read what it says. Uh, tagging friends and family and even professional acquaintances on social media has become the norm. And at first, it may seem like the polite thing to do. After all, who doesn't want to be included? Not so much, says one person. People have different comfort levels in regards to their online presence and privacy, and they yeah. may not appreciate you digitally tagging them. I'll tell you something, dude, that uh, I'm guilty of this or have been, uh, and maybe the two of you have as well. I've gone to events before, like, um, oh, I don't know, go out to dinner with friends, and then they end up taking a picture where I have to say, like, oh, uh, don't post that on social media, okay, because I lied about where I am right now <laughs> to somebody. Like, I don't want to get caught, you know, like, work thinks I'm sick or whatever it may be, you know? Have you ever done it? I don't know that I've ever told someone something like that. I uh, I just know in my own life from multiple women um don't ever post a picture of a woman without getting her consent first approval oh, approval yeah yes yeah. even if you think it's a great picture duh, nine times out of ten you're wrong you know she's, oh yeah she's grinning the wrong way her hair's not the right way like so i've learned like yeah you should probably get people's two cents um but yeah i get tagged and stuff uh somewhat frequently and sometimes i'm like yeah i, I didn't want to announce i was at that thing but okay right yeah 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 Oh, that's a good one, dude. I always uh, would ask for permission anyway. If I was going to tag somebody on something, I would normally say, are you cool with it? Yeah. I mean, you could remove the tag. A certain morning show host I know tags us and stuff all the time. Where I'm just <laughs> where there's like a hundred people on it and they start commenting back and forth to each other. And I just want oh, to and you, get, you get the notifications and everything. Yes. Oh, uh, that's the and it's not even about it's just, you know, he mentioned the radio station in passing. It wasn't even about and I'm the administrator <laughs> of all this. So now I'm getting every five seconds an alert because someone's commenting on some post says really nothing to do with me at all but even very little to do with the radio station like, dude i cannot tell you how many times uh do people ever put you in text chains whether it's family oh. or friends yes I, I can't tell you how many times that i have said i've had enough i'm going to remove myself from the group chat because i don't want to listen to you guys go back and forth about you know the bachelor last night Yes. Go all ahead. the people who reply all instead of just reply to the the sender of the email and they yeah. can reply all, but and then everyone's got to see the reply you sent. I mean, come on. Right. I hate one, it. One of the ones on the list that I kind of breezed over was just replying thank you to group messages or emails. Like, it, <laughs> shut up. No one needs to just hear you say thank you to all twenty of us. <laughs> like, right. Hundred so. percent. And yeah. I'll tell you, I'm part of a. I I think I'm basically part of three group texts. I have one with my two kids. I have one with you guys. And I have one with the Harness family, like the close circle. Sure. And except for the kids, because I don't want to miss an emergency. And please don't take this the wrong way. Everyone's on mute. Because sometimes group texts just naturally go off. Where oh, someone's yeah. commenting back and forth, back and forth. I don't need that. I'll look at I look at my phone constantly, so I'll see that there's something going on and I'll I'll jump in. But yeah. I have to leave them on mute just because of the nature of group texts. 
Yes. Agreed. No, I, I think that's true, dude. I don't want to hear bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Right. You know? I don't have any notifications on my phone at all. So if I get a text, I don't hear a chime or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I don't want that. I mean, I'll, I'll see on the screen that something's come up a notification that way. And a lot of times I will put my phone on do not disturb, but my sister is set as she can always get through. Yeah, that's, I've got, uh, I'm on do not disturb from midnight to 7 a.m. Yeah, with, with like a that. few exceptions, you know, like, uh, yeah, like your mom or something right. like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, next one on this list. And again, these are, uh, things that are polite, but people seem to dislike secretly. I do this all the time saying, quote, no worries. Saying thank you is definitely a polite habit, as is acknowledging uh, gratitude, as long as you choose positive phrase, says this one etiquette expert. It's common to reply with no worries or no big deal or no problem when someone thanks you. And while these things are not rude, they can leave the other person feeling bad. These phrases imply that they were inconveniencing you or that you saw the request as a problem. I don't take it that way at all, dude. I mean... Uh, I know that you, both of you said that to me before. No worries. Right. Uh, yeah, I never take it as bad. I mean, I mean, I would just think, oh, it didn't bug him. You know, and he said no worries. And if it did, he took it for me, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I guess the inference is either you're saying, hey, no worries. It's fine. Or the opposite would then have been, hey, I'm really worried about this jerk. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, usually it's like, you know, hey, I'm running late or I forgot to do it. Like, hey, no worries. Like, we'll figure it out. I, I guess I see their point that it's 50-50. Either it's no worries or it's a lot of worries you just caused me. I'm going to tell you it's no worries. but I'll assume it's no worries until I hear it's worries. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you say no worries, I'm going to take it that way. I feel that's a very, like, hippie thing. No worries, man. Peace and love. Like, it's not, you know. I oh, know. you know what? Here's a great example. Uh, I texted you guys today, said, oh, I'm going to be a couple of minutes late to the show. Cool. We'll have to start right away. I got this. If you have something that is a worry, like you'll let me know about it. That's fair. And you did open the door. If you're putting something out that could totally. Yes. hundred percent. Brewski, do you say no worries? Rarely. um, But that's usually if somebody's like being really apologetic. Oh, I'm really sorry about this. That. Yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, I'll be like, no, no worries, don't worry about it. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Because in that case, there they're already worrying about something, and I'll just say, yeah, don't. It's no problem. Don't worry about it. No worries. Is it a common East Coast thing? Because my assumption is that, like I said, it's kind of a hippy dippy West Coast thing to say, no worries, man. I uh, say it. I mean, I've always said it. Yeah, and I mean, I've always I've, lived I've, in the West. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think I hear a lot more of no problem here uh, around here at least. I don't have no worries very often, but it's uh, kind of the same. It's the same sort of thing. Do you also hear uh, "forget about it"? <laughs> it depends on where you are, <laughs> right? Because yeah. because certain towns you you may hear it, but in other towns you won't. Yeah, is that rude? Forget about it. <laughs> I would think in Boston it's either no worries or I'm wicked worried, man. <laughs> <laughs> One way. Or no, there. nothing like that. No. All right. Okay. So these things make me uh, self-conscious now. I don't know if I keep saying that or not. But yeah. uh, How about this one? Apologizing for every little thing. If you step on someone's foot or make a mistake at work, the most polite thing to do is to immediately offer a sincere apology. But some people have the habit of apologizing for every minor infraction. And I'll tell you, like, I had to talk to my son about this at one point. Like, sorry was the first word out of his mouth for a long time. I was just like, hey, dude, like, it's polite, it's something, but you're, you seem overly worried or nervous about it. Sorry, sorry. Like, hey, dinner's ready. Oh, sorry, sorry. Like, don't I'm say coming. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Like, reserve that for when you're actually sorry. It shouldn't, makes me worry that you're a, a nervous person or something if you're always sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, I think you're 100% right. Uh, that said, I have been this person before. Uh, I, I, ha- I caught myself doing it when, especially with like people I didn't know very well, like whether waiters, waitresses, you know, just people out in life that, you know, I say, Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. I, I would say sorry way too much for stupid stuff. Mm. Somebody coming in behind me at the door and I didn't see him and I started to let it close. 
I'd be like, oh, sorry about that. Like, it's not my responsibility in the first place, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's kind of similar to no worries in a lot of ways. Like, I'm sorry, no worries. Like, it's all good is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, you say right. I suppose so. What the hell? How are we supposed to be polite then? What are we? <laughs> what can we say? That, I think uh, if we want uh, Miss Manners to really talk to us about being polite, that we would learn from our uh, friends up north, eh? <laughs> no, no one more polite than a Canadian. This is true. That's what they say. It says these are polite habits that most people secretly dislike. I would not agree with this being a polite habit. Obviously, showing up late is a bad thing. But what about showing up early? I actually think showing up early is worse. I do, too. I think that's so rude. Yeah. Especially if you don't give me the heads up and just be like, hey, I'm almost there. Are you good? You yeah. know, like. I'd rather wait for you 20 minutes being done and ready and waiting. Then you show up 20 minutes early and I'm still running around getting dressed or cleaning or cooking or whatever. Yes. Agreed. When Jen and I lived in Tacoma, first time we had her father and her stepmother over. Her old man showed up a half hour early. Part of it was a, was a good thing because he actually showed up with a brand new barbecue grill for our backyard. Uh, Love okay. you, appreciate it, and that sort of thing. But we're, we're sitting around in the house smoking a little bit, you yeah, know? And then right. I'm like, I think your dad's outside. I see him in the back of the pickup <laughs> truck right now. He's got a grill, and she and her sister are freaking out, like, hide the pot, hide the, hide the weed, and they're trying to open windows and air out the house and everything. And Tremendous play by Brewski. That's exactly why I hate it. I mean, I just, if I'm not ready for you, I'm going down to the wire, and I'm not ready for you. Yeah. yeah. And no, those are great points. Either uh, sex, drugs, or rock and roll can be going on, and I don't need <laughs> yeah. you showing up early, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. It was a great office. Remember, Michael Scott showed up early to the boss's party. And <laughs> yes. He was like, "No, oh, best friends show up early. They're, they're in their bathrobes and still cooking. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So, no, I don't think it is polite to show up early. So, mm. between the two, uh, that's fashionably the, late. Uh, being self-deprecating. Compliments and self-deprecating humor are two sides of the same coin. Because getting compliments can be a little uncomfortable. It can be tempting to downplay them. Besides, you don't want to seem like a uh, braggadocious person responding like, right, I am cool. I am brilliant, right? So, yeah, it says when someone says you look great today, your gut reaction may be to say, what, really? I just rolled out of bed. But self-deprecating responses like that can affront the person who paid you the compliment. It says do instead, just say thank you. Well, thanks. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant advice. But Thank you. I see the point, dude. I do see the point. Like, if I tell you something, like, especially like, oh, you look good today. I don't want to. I want the conversation to be over, right? I don't want you to be like, oh, really? You think I look good today? <laughs> you know, I don't want to keep talking about it. That's just a quick, you look great today. Good to see you. Mm. Like, just say thank you and move on. You, or, you know what the better thing is? This is polite, by the way. Thank you. Say, you too. You look fantastic as well. And then we're just in a good mood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. Yeah. When you someone's just like, hey, Steve, you look like you lost weight. I'm always like, I saw you still look fat. Huh? Is that what you're saying to me? Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. You end it with a thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, to, to Nick's point, sometimes if you really want to get out of it, you say, you know, you too. And then what do people normally do then? They're like, oh, thank you. And then they start talking about themselves. And then that gets the pressure off you entirely. Yeah, that's right, Brewski. Uh, let's see here. What's next on my list? Uh, polite habits that most people secretly dislike. Uh, sharing a lot of personal information right away. Ah, uh, yeah, that can be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I got a guy who works at the grocery store closest to my house. Whenever I see that he's working, it's just a one cash register like Mini Mart. Yeah. Whenever I see he's working, sometimes I don't go in because I know <laughs> that I'm going to get into a conversation with him that is going to be way too personal right away. Mm. You know, he'll say crazy stuff to me like, uh, you ever had diarrhea so bad while you were working, you, you know, that you can't stay up front? Uh, stupid stuff. But it's always like, oh, so you have diarrhea and you're wondering if I have diarrhea as well. I don't even know his name. Fair points. Some people yeah. do put up too much personal information. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I get uncomfortable when it's people I know and love. So certainly the guy at the 7-Eleven, I, I don't want to hear it from. You get uncomfortable if I tell you uh, personal things? That depends. Uh, if we're on this podcast, it's fine. Not in real life you get uncomfortable? 
it depends how personal. I don't. I don't know if I want to talk about your diarrhea or if that'd be fun. I mean, I don't know. Try next time. No, but I, but I mean, sometimes though, I think there are people in our lives that when we need to talk to somebody, we have serious issues going on. Yeah, th- th- that we have people in in our life that we can reach out to, and nothing is too personal to to share with that person. Yeah. And you're not doing it to make anyone feel uncomfortable. It's just that this is who I trust. Well, that's fair, but that's probably an established relationship. Like there, there's very little I haven't shared. Oh with yeah. Anybody, so I would feel better, but you know, another, another coworker or more casual friend, or certainly the guy at the checkout counter, like <laughs> I know what you're talking about. There are some people in retail that are very much like that. And it's, it's disturbing and weird. And, uh, yeah, I've got a subway here in town where I've just, I go in there too much and the guys become friendly and I, I, there has been a time where I've driven up and I've seen him. I'm like, I don't want to have a whole conversation with this guy while I'm ordering my sub. Like I'm going to McDonald's. Screw it. (laughs) Right. Might be too much too soon. Thank you. Here's another one. This is, this is something I'm guilty of. Okay. I think we all probably have some pocket of information in our life that we were sick that day and we never looked it up, you know, never went back to figure out what the right answer is. Uh, what? The, next one, the next one on the list is waving someone through at a four-way stop sign. They say oh. that is rude to do, even though you're being polite by waving them through. If you pull up at a stop sign, a four-way at the same time, I don't know who has the right of way. I don't know how the system works, okay? I don't – just a clockwise, counterclockwise, alternating. So if I ever am in that situation, we both pull up, I just wave them through because I don't know who's supposed to go. Yeah. You don't? No. This is what I'm saying. Like, I missed that day in class, and I never looked it up, so I don't know. What you know what? It's real simple, dude. You want to know? So you never yeah. have to wave another person through again and be so rude. Yeah. Better <laughs> give me the right answer, though. I, well, I promise. <laughs> this is the right answer. And, you can, and by the way, we have this thing called Google that you could have looked this up 10 years ago on. Sure. <laughs> I could have. I, I, I'm comfortable in my ignorance. I just go ahead. You go. I don't want it's to. always the person to the right of you that has the right of way. So even oh, if we're it's both uh, to the right of each other, if we pull in head on at a four way, I'm to his right. He's to my right. Well, no. At a four way stop. Yeah. Four way stop. We both pull up head to head. Just two yeah. people. Yeah. Forget the other four, the other two. Like if two people at a four way stop are on going opposite directions, head to head, and yeah. you both pull up to the stop sign at the same time. Why couldn't you go at the same time? We'd both be to each other's right. Well, what if he's turning left or something? If he's turning left and you're going straight, you have yeah. the right of way. How? I'm to his right. He's to my right. I know, but if you're going straight and he's yeah, turning, you out. have the right of way. No, I give up. Just waving him. <laughs> this, this is like a Nab- an Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> right. I'm Who's on first? Though, like, yeah, exactly. If you both pull up, what does it matter which direction you're turning? I mean, if you're because both that's straight. the law, dude. If he, if he, if one car is turning and one car is going straight, you have the right of way. If you're turning, you have to wait. What if he doesn't use his blinker? That's another problem. You both pull out the intersection. Well, then he's oh, yeah. a poor driver. He's a bad driver, dude. Okay, but if we both pull up opposite directions, yep. and only if he's going left or right, well, if he's right, then it doesn't matter. He doesn't need to wait for me. But you have the right what if, of way. What if, no, what if he's going right and I'm going left? Now we're both. You have, it, but whoever got there first has the right of way. We di- didn't. We got there at the same time. That's why we never happens. Never happens. Never happens happen. I mean, oh, it listen, happened. it could happen by a, who's a microsecond ahead. That's the truth of the matter. I mean, that's why I wave them through because I don't even know who's supposed to go. Now we're both here at the same time. Have you ever waved them through and they wave you through at the same time? Oh, yes. And, and then there's confusion with who's going. Yes. Who's going to be more polite? Then I gun it. Then they start to go. Now it's a whole thing. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> you should just stop driving, dude. Start taking the bus. Let other people make these decisions right. for you. And even if we're not across from each other, what if they're they're on one of the other directions? If it's still, everyone's still to everyone's right. If we're only two cars there. Right. But if you are, if you're to his right now and there's no car next to you, you're the further, whoever is the furthest to the right it is has the right of way. I see. I don't see it all. You know what they say, two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts make a right. So I'm just saying, if you're all at the thing, somebody's to somebody's right. Everyone's to everyone's right. Here's the thing, though. They don't say that. You say that. You're the only person who's ever said that on this planet. I don't think so. It's a common occurrence. It's on the list. I mean, (laughs) uh, no, not three rights make a left is not on that list. Well, no, but that is a truity if you think about it. I used yeah, to say that when we played Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds. 
Yes. Like, hey, good time oldies in KBSG. You hear the birds. Hey, remember, two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts make a right. You get Steve it? Harness. Turn, turn, turn. It's the birds <laughs> on KBSG. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. This has cleared nothing up. I'm still waving people through, just so you know. Okay. All right. Well, now that you know it's rude, you just should label yourself as a rude person. Right. Brewski, you're a professional Uber driver. You, you, do, you, do you encounter this? Uh, I do sometimes. And if if I start to wave someone through and if they don't take off immediately, I just go. <laughs> I don't even wave. I'm going to roll down I'm the like, window you know and be like, hey, Google it. You're to my right. It's you. I got, I, I got places to go. I've, I've got things to do. You're not going to pay attention. I'm just going to go. So that's what I do. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. I didn't realize how rude I was being. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And the last one on the list, I guess this is a, a perfect one. Offering driving tips without being asked. <laughs> mm. yeah, I would like never do such with, a thing, man. Right. No, of course. I did ask you, I guess, in fairness. But, mm. yeah, we were discussing well, this, you know, golfing with someone who takes golf seriously. Like, I don't need your swinging advice. And when I'm driving, I don't – no, don't tell me to yield sooner or any of that crap. <laughs> like, just – I'm driving, okay? Do you trust me? I'm driving. Uh, let me tailgate if I want to. The only it, people that I will give driving advice to is if you are 17 or younger, you know? Yeah. Like, I figure if you're 20, you know you've been driving. And, you know, especially you. I mean, at 50 years old or near 50, I mean, 47. No, nowhere near. Uh, you know? I'm not going to give you driving advice. Yes. You know, there might be new women it. listening next, so I'm nowhere near 50. Okay, <laughs> okay I'm sorry. I got to get my... I, I, I oh, always sorry. refer to the immortal words of my dad, Cadillac Jack, who would always tell anyone who decides to offer any sort of advice, who's driving, me or you? Right. That's perfect, yes. Yep. I totally agree with that. Infamous words of my father, Nick, oh. don't be an idiot. <laughs> Nick, don't be an idiot. Uh, I think advice, advice is like genitalia. I'm sure you got it, but keep it to yourself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. All right. So happy holiday season, everybody. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Those are things that are uh, that you'll do to upset someone, apparently, even though you're trying to be polite. So, yeah. so no worries and uh, <laughs> enjoy. Remember to say thank you. Thank you. Uh, don't forget to stuff your bird, stuff your face, and stuff your girlfriend or boyfriend. And have a happy holiday. This is a vocal minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. Yep. Find the social, spread it around. And, uh, yeah, we are thankful for all 17 million of you listening. <laughs> so, yeah. Until next year. Brewski. Goodbye. And we say bye-bye. This is Need to Know News. No, it's not. Test one, two, test one, two. <laughs> Stop. I